And, and we're live. Hola, mi amigos. Como estas? For our bilingual audience. What bilingual audience? I have no oh, clue. that's why I was off-centered. Huh? So I, I had the camera off-centered. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Hmm. I need to fix that. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. OCD over I here will not be able to, to focus... Yeah, his camera is slightly off. Because he's that way. Okay. It's also tilted. Yeah. Again. Again. We need to just get the other tripod. Oh, wait, maybe it was just angled a little bit. It was just angled. Yeah, and it's wide angle, so there's a little distortion on either end. Well, that's fine. We've been doing this for so long, we're basically pros at this point. <laughs> hey, Jaden Booty's watching. Jaden! Hi, Jaden! Uh, glad to see you here, and glad for everyone else who is... Well, one person's watching, everyone else is going to watch at some point. Yeah. So, hi. Hello. Welcome to the Odd Unicorn Podcast. I'm Silas. This is Andrew. And we're... Uh, you tired? Actually, not too bad. Okay. Yes, but not too bad. I am because I'm trying to get used to a new sleep schedule. I'm, I, ba I switched from first shift to second shift. And even though I prefer second shift, my body's going, what in the world? <laughs> Yep. So I'm trying to trying to turn that into a normal thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But yeah. It's been fun. I've been uh, for the past two days door dashing. Real. It's been fun. Full time. But it ain't been How, real fun. How's it? Yeah. How's the uh, work been without me? Who's been? Oh, you were missing. <laughs> <laughs> um. Actually, who's, no. Who's yeah. Who's been doing uh, rough job? Just the four people that were there while you were there. Yeah, because they replaced me like two weeks before I quit. They replaced you when you originally were going to quit. No, actually they did it before that. I put in my two weeks a uh, uh, after they started training her. No, they, they started training her when you put in your two weeks the first time. You sure about that? I'm almost 100% positive. So I heard you told me about putting in your two weeks and then they started training right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, check that out. It's almost like they have a business plan. Yeah. Logan's the smart one. Better than there. can be said about me. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway. Um, but I have Mountain Dew to uh, keep me company. This is a new summer freeze. Very good. Actually, we need to hold it about here. Yeah, Mountain Dew. Not sponsored. Not sponsored, I but wish, could be. But no. Mountain Dew. If you're listening, DMs are open. Just just saying. That would be awesome if somebody from Mountain Dew was listening. That would be pretty <laughs> cool. And I would absolutely take any form of payment to shamelessly promote them. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, always have Mountain Dew. Like, we just Dew have shirt. a Mountain Dew microphone. <laughs> uh, that's just a surrounded great idea. with a banner of Mountain Dew. And we have I'm a, okay with that. Like, our entire color <laughs> scheme is green. Just, yeah. just, just, just for Mountain just Dew. Just green and white. 
We film it in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> no. What? <laughs> okay, so not anything. Yeah. Um, but so today yeah. we're gonna, going to be talking about love. love because last week we were saying about how the answer to prejudice or the answer to uh, refuting prejudice is love, and so hence the title. Love is the answer. Love is the answer. But other than that, how's your week been? Well. I'll go first, since I always do. My go ahead. <laughs> I just thought of that right then. I was going to wait and let you answer, but <laughs> hey. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, uh, my week's been good. We finished filming Saturday. That was nice. That was nice. So I can finally get a haircut. <laughs> I um, finally can grow up my goatee because no one wants to see this face. Yeah, so I hide it in hair. Amen. Um, <laughs> Let's see, Sunday, it was just an average Sunday, Monday, today, were actually really nice, because we ran two and a quarter, like, mm. all day yesterday, and then today, we ended up on five inch, but it was super nice, because they were dropping five inch, pre-sort five inch off the high deck, so I just stood there, I literally just stood there, my foot on the pedal, and I just let the wood come, because I couldn't control how fast it came, and... It was the perfect speed to just... Anyway, it's been great. I had nice. a great week. I'm glad I didn't pull 5-inch or 2-and-a-quarter. Well, yeah, because of how slow it was. Yeah. But normally with 5-inch, it's like, it's I'm crazy. gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. So, I had a slightly different week. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. What even happened? You finished work Friday. I finished work Friday, but before that... Before that. I went to... Um, mm-hmm. I went to church at... Victory Baptist in Oshkosh. And... Uh, I got to talk to Pastor Dwarczyk again. I've, that's the second time I've been there. Mm-hmm. The second time I uh, went and visited... Um, and then, like you said, quit my job Friday. Saturday we had, uh, oh, we also had a party at Coral's house. Mm, yeah, but Friday. I was so drained on Friday that halfway through I left. And, but then I went, uh, did DoorDash. <laughs> Keep that money flowing. Um, then Sunday, Sunday morning, went to church. It was good. Good time at church. It was Mother's Day. It was Mother's Day, yes. Mm-hmm. I did say Happy Mother's Day to my mother. If you did not... And if she's still alive, then shame on you. Shame on you. <laughs> shame on you. You just made that increasingly more awkward for me, but I was, I was I had a flow, and then I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> Thank you for the clarifier. You're welcome. <laughs> you uh, if you didn't tell your mom Happy Mother's Day, then how shame on you. Dare you? Anyway. My mom's dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> I could just imagine a little seven-year-old just screaming in her face. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Oh, there's a ladybug on there. Well, that's fun. Give it to our producer. She loves ladybugs. <laughs> she used to literally scream bloody murder anytime she saw one. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, then, so Sunday morning, mm-hmm. uh, I went to church. Sunday night, I went to Victory again to talk to the pastor again. And now that it is definitely going to happen, I might as well tell people I'm planning at some point I'm I'm joining the church there. I'm gonna be in Oshkosh. Um, when I'm moving is still a little up in the air, but I am moving. Mm-hmm. So sometime this summer I'm going to be moving to Oshkosh, and uh, so yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Something I've never done before. Mm-hmm. Something that you've kind of. Not yeah. done before, because when you moved out, you moved out with Ruth. Yeah. I'm not saying that was easier. Yeah, no. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I've, I've never lived by myself. Well, just technically, you are kind of won't be, because it'll be... Well, yeah. I mean, you will be, because it'll be all your own apartment and everything, but it won't be, because it's with your grandparents. <laughs> yeah, it's it, my grandparents own the apartment. So, yeah. but that's still. what's going on, and... um. There might be one or two people that are watching that are absolutely shocked, even though I can't keep anything to myself, so there's a lot of people that I already know. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Might be a few people watching, listening, who are like, who cares? <laughs> there's probably a lot of people that's that think that. Lot, yeah. But yeah, that's my life, and then I've been uh, doing DoorDash the past two days, and today was uh, chaotic. It was fun. Yeah. So... Love. Turns out it's not nearly as loud in there. It's because of that compressor. Ah, yes. Very good. So if I clap, it only hurts your ears. <laughs> yeah, because she's wearing headphones. <laughs> she's wearing headphones. I'm Lucky. already deaf. So, yeah. Yeah. Love. Love. So, if I'm remembering correctly... It's like where this girl moves to this small town, and she's like from a big city, and then and then there's this guy who's who's you know just down to earth man, and uh, he shows her that you don't have to be rich and stuck up to fall in love with him. You just also still have to be attractive, right? And then snowfall and they kiss, right? That's love. Um, I'm trying to... Yes and no. Oh. Yes, because that's what everybody wants you to think, but no, because that's just Hallmark. Oh, you know what? (laughs) I was thinking of Hallmark. (laughs) Wait, you're saying God has a different definition of love than Hallmark? Yeah. Blow my mind. Yeah. All right, tell me about it. (laughs) You have to be willing to die for your friends. Boom, love. Greater love has more man than this than a man than that that a man laid down his life for his friend. Yeah, it's I. Greater um, love has no man than this that a man laid down his life for a friend. I think that's it. Woo! Sorry, I'm a little. It's a little unhinged today. <laughs> Greater love hath no man than this that a man lay down his life for his friends. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure we're quoting that right. Because it just totally mixed up in my mind for a moment there. Yeah. Yeah. So we're last week we were talking about how prejudice, kind of the main 
issue or the the root of prejudice is really not having a love for the your fellow humans. Yeah. And so we we're saying about how love is is really the the uh, I can't think of the right word. Solution. Solution. Yes. Thank you. The love is the solution to prejudice, but we didn't have enough time to talk about that last week. Yeah. We're talking about that this week. Yeah. Um, so, love uh, is there's there's a lot in the oh dictionary. Oh my goodness. Um, um, there's literal like what five, seven. Like, eight paragraphs and, like, 17 sentences trying to describe love. Yeah, so it's... There's there's just... There's a lot on it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that's the first kind of surface level yeah, idea. A strong positive emotion of regard and affection. Yeah. Um... Mm. Uh, let's see. <laughs> a score of zero in tennis or squash. Yes. So yeah, that's that's definitely Love. what we're talking about. We're talking zero is the answer to you prejudice. I think you are a zero. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a good way to propose to your girlfriend. Definitely not. <laughs> you know, I just want you to know. You're a zero. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, In every way possible. <laughs> um, uh, there's... Yeah, um... Love is an affection of the mind, excited by beauty and worth of any kind, or by the qualities of an object which communicate pleasure. Um, that's not... That's not really the biblical definition. That's yeah. not... That's not what, um... In the Greek, they call it agape love. Yeah, you let's, know, unconditional let's love. look at it with the, um, from the actual, uh, love. Agape, brotherly love, affection, goodwill, love, benevolence. Um, love that is affection or benevolence, specifically, um... Charity. So charity is one of the biggest ones as well, and I think that applies well with our topic of love, I guess, in this yeah. specific sense. Well, then I guess we would have to see what charity... Because I feel like charity might be a more accurate descriptor of um, that yeah, unconditional so love. Back to the dictionary... Yes, yes, yes. Charity. In a general sense, love, benevolence, goodwill, that disposition of heart which inclines men to think favorably of favorably, favorably of their fellow men to think favorably of their fellow men. It just repeated itself. Um, and to do them good. In a theological sense, it includes supreme love to God and universal goodwill to men. In a more particular sense, love, kindness, affection, tenderness, springing from natural relations as charities of fathers, son, and brother, 
liberality to the poor. So that's that's the most common word use of the word yeah. charity today. Um, yeah. It seems there's so many uses of the word love that half the time the dictionary can't even pin it down because it's been used in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's probably a big problem. It is in in our world because as we can see, love can mean so many things. So when we say "I love you," or when we say "Oh yeah, I love them," you don't actually know what someone means. It's true. There's like. Do you love them, or do you love them? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, 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 voice inflection. So, so, if I were to take it from what I've heard from other pastors that know more than me, they they break it down into a couple of things, and I would like to uh, uh, suggest these to the panel as versions of love. First, there's the Hollywood love, which is lust. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. It's this physical love. And that is, uh, you know, everything that has to do with that, it's the physical side of love and nothing else. And the the physical side of love isn't bad. And, of course, we're not going to get into it because it's, you know. Yeah. You can get really deep into that, and we're not going to. But if it's only the physical side of love, and it's actual lust, then that is bad. Because that's not how God intended love to be used. Mm -hmm. And then, beyond that, there's intellectual love, which is like favor towards someone. I like them. I like their personality. And this can be with... This can be one of two things. Either a friendship or a crush. I really would put those together. Because they're thought of differently. And I think it's only a state of mind. Because there's some people that I thought I had a crush on. And then when I just tried to be friends with them. It's just like, oh, we're just good friends. Mm -hmm. And so intellectual love is just... I think they're pretty cool. I admire them. That would, that would probably be a good way to mm-hmm. put it together. And then there's brotherly love. And that is, this is someone who I want to you know, make them happy. I want to make sure their needs are met. And you need really need brotherly love for any close relationship. And then there's one more beyond that, which is unconditional love. Because brotherly love is really close. But there's there's people that have this brotherly love, but it can be broken. Mm-hmm. You know, if trust is broken, if feelings are not reciprocated for long enough, it's like, alright, you're done. Yeah. But then there's unconditional love. And that is is one-sided. And not one-sided like a creepy stalker. <laughs> That's weird. Don't be a creepy stalker. 
And if you are, be very creep, be be very um, um quiet about it, so you're not creepy. They just don't know. Or to quote a movie character, yeah, wave that creepy flag. <laughs> <clears throat> so if you're gonna be a creepy stalker, we take no responsibility. That's on you. But <laughs> unconditional love is talking about you are committed to someone regardless of what they do or how they act. And that that's a big thing is commitment is actually a huge thing in love. And we think of commitment as like, okay, I'm going to do this thing. Mm. And it, it kind of is. Yeah, that, that comes to the point that I've noticed on, I guess, the way to define love. Mm-hmm. And that is that love is a choice. Yeah. Whereas affection is the word that we often replace with love. Yeah. So love is really just a choice. Um, it's, it's a choice to... Do to act towards people in a certain way, to think of people in a certain way. Yeah, it's in in a um good way, I guess you could say. Yeah, think favorably of someone, and yeah. and it's not it's not if it's not you feel favorably towards them. It's it's you're deciding to mm. think and act favorably towards someone. Yeah, and. And one thing, so I was actually on my way here, I was driving here from Oshkosh, um, I, I was listening to, I wanted to listen to a podcast, and there was one about love, uh, a biblical perspective on love. And they said something that I've actually thought of for a while, and I want to bring it to people, is when talking about love, there's not a lot of difference between dating and friendship. It's true. And there shouldn't be. Yeah. According to the Bible, well, dating's never in the Bible. That's true. Yeah. And not even courting is in the Bible. Yeah. So, and I have no problem with people calling it dating or courting. I've just, I, I... For the most part, call it dating only because more people understand what that means. Yeah. And you don't have to spend seven minutes explaining what courting is and why it's different. <laughs> and then at the end, they say, oh, so it's like dating. And you're just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when we're talking about love, you have to understand when you you love someone in a dating relationship, it should be the same as your friends. Mm-hmm. It's, and the the only difference, of course, is dating is exclusive. Yes. Friends are not. Yeah. You can have tons of friends. You cannot have tons of girlfriends. <laughs> that. Yes. Or you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> Otherwise, like I said before, you'd have to be very sneaky. Yes. Or wave that creepy flag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it will not turn out well for you. Uh, yeah, that's that's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. 100%. People do it. 
people do it. Bad idea. Very bad. Anyway, back to what you were saying. So, when approaching friendship, you should think of it not like you're dating them, necessarily. But, think of it intentionally. Yes. I think there's a real, especially because of social media, there's a real lack of intentional friendships. Mm -hmm. A lot of it, it's like, oh, we hang out, we talk every once in a while, so we must be friends. Also, hi, Toria. She is my hi. friend. Uh, she's good. my friend, too. She uh. is. Well, you know, you can't... She's either your friend or your enemy. That's what siblings are. Yeah. One or sure. two. <laughs> she's the youngest. Yeah, spoiled little brat. She was. That's what we say, anyway. Because <laughs> you don't remember how much of a brat you were when you were uh, a kid. I was an angel. I was... I was... The best. <laughs> I was... That was a perfect little child. Me too. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. No. Nope. So I, I really think there needs to be a lot more of a push for intentional friendships. Yes. And I learned this, it actually, uh, not until later, until I was like 16 or 17. I'm like, you know, if I want to make friends, it's not good enough to just coast on a surface level friendship. So many people do it. Mm-hmm. And you never really get anywhere with it. And so if you want to be friends with someone and you've seen their good friend, you should put some work into it. And that requires love. Because you're on purposely favoring this person regardless of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. You're not just talking to them because you're both in line. You're talking to them on purpose. Yeah. You know? And so... And we actually talked a lot about friends in uh, season one. Yeah. yeah. There's like so three, four, four. We got four about friends. Uh, choosing friends. Being a friend. Uh, making friends. Something like that. And then keeping friends. Yeah. And I, I think they actually worked pretty well. They're pretty... Well-rounded. Yeah. So after yeah. this episode, you need to go check those out. They're actually, if you're looking to, if you're a lonely person that's just on the internet watching YouTube and you want to make friends, probably check those out after this. Yeah. They'll help you. Or not. No, there's no legally binding uh, uh, statement. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd probably get sued. <laughs> yeah, false advertisement. Um, but yeah. So that's one way to think about love, is it's not, you know, because relationships, you want to go into it, you know, some people go into it going, oh yeah, I'm not trying to get anything, but you are, mm-hmm. right? It, it, to start with, especially when you're more immature, it's, I want to get the girl. Mm-hmm. You know, like the old the Disney song, "You Wanna Kiss the Girl." <laughs> Tra la 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 la. Yeah. Yeah. So, in a friendship, the first thought that you have is like, "I don't. I'm not in this to get something out of it." And on one hand, that's not a bad thought. No. Not a bad way to approach it. But on the other hand, you kind of are in it to get. You're trying to gain a friend. Yeah. 
And yeah. But at the, at the same time, you have to remember that a friendship is a two-sided deal. You have to be able to give that that love, as we're talking about. You have to be able to give that love, and sometimes you have to give it, give it quite a bit before you receive any. Yeah, especially there's... And I, I would say... There's certain levels of maturity that people have. Mm-hmm. And if you're a more mature person, I think you can, and you already have good friend groups. There are certain people that don't know how to love yet mm-hmm. that you might be able to be a friend and give them a lot of love and teach them how to love. I was actually been, I was, I've been able to be friends with a few people like that mm-hmm. where... They just didn't have any friends, and they didn't know how to be friends. And so I just kind of became their friend, and they just hung around me and learned how to be friends with people. Because mm-hmm. if there's one thing I'm good at, it's talking to people. Yes. I can talk. Um, but that that might be something, is learning how to love. Maybe learn how to love someone that doesn't quite know how to love. Mm-hmm. You know? And But like you also said, it is two-sided. So what I'm not saying is you don't have to be a doormat. <laughs> you don't have to feel like, well, I'm just trying to... And because this is something that applies to relationships and friendships and can destroy relationships and friendships, is you giving all the love and them taking advantage of you. Yes. That's a big thing is you need to know the difference between... Hey, they just don't know how to make friends, or hey, they're really taking advantage of me. Yeah. And so that's that's something you need to be careful of. But that doesn't mean you stop loving them. Yeah. So that's that's a friendship sort of love. But then you also have to have love for your common man. And that's that's the kind of very general love that would help um, overcome prejudice. Yeah, um, here's here's a couple of verses. I was yeah. just kind of looking up to see some thoughts. Um, specifically New Testament. Um, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the Old Testament, but that's no. just where I was looking. Yep. Um, in Matthew, Jesus was talking and he was saying, you have heard it, uh, Matthew 5.43, You've heard that it hath been said, you shall, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thy enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemy. And then first thought that you hear just that phrase without hearing the rest. I will get to the rest in a second. And you wonder, uh, how? how? What am I supposed to do love your enemy? So here it is. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. And so that's that kind of fits in with what we're talking about about how love is the solution to prejudice. Yeah. Because prejudice is as we were noticing last week is often a um effect of the victim mentality. And yep. so often there it may be you're you're having the prejudice against the people that feels like that are cursing you, that hate you, that maybe despitefully they, use you and persecute you. Maybe they do. And maybe they maybe do. Maybe it's yes. true. Yes. Maybe they actually do persecute you. 
and despitefully use you and actually hate you and curse you. Mm-hmm. Yes, and... But this is what the Bible says to do about it. Yeah, bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. And, again, the, um... I'll just keep reading down. I'm going to 46, but 45 also says, That ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven, for he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the mm. just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? So, to an extent... Okay, um... Do you want me to take this? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because when he's talking about that, that that actually kind of... That's exactly what unconditional love is. Mm -hmm. Because if someone hates you, if someone persecutes you, if someone curses you, there's not much of a reason to love them. They're not exactly getting you flowers. They're not picking you up and bringing you to a dance. You know, there's no reason... For you to love them. Which is why you need to love them. Yeah. And so, you know, like he said. If you love those who love you back, you're just like the world. That's exactly what the world says friendship and love should be. Mm-hmm. You try to love someone, and if they don't love you back, that's it. You're done. Bye. Mm-hmm. They don't care about me. They don't want to fulfill my needs. I'm gone. But God says, you love your enemy, and you love those that curse you and hate you and persecute you. Why? To please God. Mm-hmm. Because God does the same thing. Like he said, sun rises on the just and the unjust. He doesn't curse the unjust he, he, he gives them basic human kindness. Yeah. He gives them a chance at redemption. I mean, he gave us a chance at redemption. Because mm-hmm. justfully, you should be burning in hell, and so should I. Yes. An interesting um, thought to point out with... Yeah. You were talking about how he... He causes it to sun to rise on the just and unjust. He treats he treats everybody the same. Yeah. He treats everybody the same. So should we. Yup. And there's because um, Christ is our example. Yeah. And God is our example. And if He's going to be reigning on the just and the unjust, and he, the sun's going to shine on the just and the unjust, if an evil person plants corn. And a good person plants corn, they're both going to grow. Yeah, and then there's also the verses that say, I shall love thy neighbor as thyself. There's that. And then, who then is my neighbor? Oh, boy. (laughs) And then he goes, he goes in this whole spiel. You know this absolutely, this person that you guys absolutely despise? He's your neighbor. Yeah. You know this person you have a prejudice against? He's your neighbor. He's the person yeah. you're supposed to love. Because they had prejudice against the Samaritans. Yeah. That and then he had an story. entire story 
about how the Samaritan was the only person that was good. Yeah. And the funniest part, he's telling this to the priests. Yeah. And the Levites, and he, he he's telling this to the um, the Pharisees. And what is he using as as an example? The a priest and a Levite. Yeah. That passed by, which he wasn't too far off, cause they they felt uh, they they often had a superiority complex. Yeah. And then he's like, and then a Samaritan came by, and he cared for him, and he. So so he's showing it doesn't matter who they are, and it doesn't matter who you are. It's what you do. The the Jews had this the had the prejudice against the Samaritans, and because of that, it was also vice versa. The Samaritans yep. were prejudiced against the Jews. Yep. And, um, but if you notice in that story, the Samaritan never stopped to figure out, is this guy a Jew, or is he a Greek, is he a Samaritan? He never stopped. Nope, he, just he didn't helped. even try. He just treated, like, the verses say, love that neighbor as thyself. He just treated this guy the way he would want to be treated in that situation. Yeah. And that's just, so, the golden rule. Treat others the way you would want to be treated. That's... That's what love is. That's what love is, yes. It's treating everyone the way you'd want to. And, and thinking of everyone as highly as you think of yourself. Yes. And so... And, of course, don't don't take this as a letter of the law. I've heard people, and mostly as a joke, just to make fun of it. It's like, well, I like getting punched. I like boxing. Can I punch people? No. <laughs> no. Would you like something bad to happen to you? No. So if they don't like being punched, that means it's something they don't enjoy. Mm-hmm. So don't do something that they don't enjoy if you don't want someone to do something to you that you don't enjoy. Yes, exactly. Because, uh... Technicalities are the murder, murderer of good principles. <laughs> yes. The exception, there are exceptions to the rule, but the exception does not negate the rule. Exactly. That's, that's one thing I've heard and I live by. It's, yes, sometimes there's exceptions. Doesn't mean we throw out the rule. Yes. You know, and uh, that's true with a lot of things. Yeah. And so that's that's kind of love is it's that's really just that's the biggest point of what love is just yeah. treating others the way you would want to be treated treating um having uh, choosing to think highly of others to act act highly, I guess, in yeah. air quotes, of others with, and not towards only specific people. Yeah. Because when you do it just towards specific people, that's just rolling right into prejudice. And that's right the way the world does it. Mm-hmm. Everybody treats everybody on a certain, certain level. Like, I'm going to treat these people better than these people, and now you have a prejudice against... 
these people that you treat worse than the other people. It's just... Yeah, and so common human decency is I'm not going to think higher of some people than others. Now, again, we're not preaching equality and we're not preaching communism. Uh Uh-huh. I do believe that you're allowed to give resources to whoever you want. Mm -hmm. And I think you should prioritize... Certain things and certain people. Yeah, because people that are in your life. Let's, like you were just saying, give resources to people who you want. Because if you give things, if you're just like, oh, well, I don't treat certain people better than others, so I'm just going to give everything to everybody. Well, now you're giving stuff to people who are just going to waste and squander that. Yeah. Yeah, so there is, as you said, there is prioritizing. Yeah, but and that doesn't mean I think less of you. It's just I have a limited amount of resources and I need to handle it wisely. Yes. So, so yeah, that's... So the only question I have then, it, love seems to be a pretty simple topic. You can really boil it down. Yes. Why does our world have such a problem with love then? How has it been distorted so much? And how have people had such a hard time practicing normal love? Actually, a fairly easy answer to that question, and that is love is work. Yep. <laughs> That's about love, right. Love is work. It, it takes work to love people. Yeah, it's hard. You can, you can, the more you do it, the more you get to the point where it's, yeah. it comes more naturally, but it is still work. It's still something that you have to work at love in order to love people. Yeah. Just yeah. Just plain and simple. And the other thing is, if you don't have the love of God, you can't give the love of God. It's true. Because that's the other thing is, Love is work, and love is selfless. Mm-hmm. And we were born in ourself. <laughs> we were born in this skin suit, in this flesh prison. Mm-hmm. Which means our bodies want to prioritize ourselves. We are naturally selfish. Correct. And love and selfishness don't mix. Mm-hmm. They just... Not at all. Yeah. So, how do we overcome that? That's... A little harder. It's even harder yet. <laughs> so, work... Um, it's, it's, it's really growing a relationship with God. Yeah. Seeing and understanding how God loves others and then following that example. Yeah. Yeah, because God not only had perfect love, but he understood how to communicate it. Mm -hmm. Those are the two hardest things to do, is having love and communicating love. Because Mm -hmm. you can know what love is, and you can know what you're supposed to do, but there's a lot of people that don't know how to communicate love, and a lot of times that's because they don't know how to communicate Yes. And there's some people that don't know how to show love because they don't know what real love is or they don't want to put in the work. Yeah. Oh. 
I'm trying to think. Uh, let's see here. This is my commandment that ye love one another. No. He that loveth is known of God, is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not is. Uh, he that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Yeah, God is love. So if God is love, if you don't have God, you don't, you don't have love. love. There's the main reason our world doesn't love. Because the world doesn't have God. So yes. all they have is physical love. Mm-hmm. The fleshly love, the lust, the attraction. Mm-hmm. That's also why dating is so messed up. Mm-hmm. Because physical love, being attraction, crushes, all that, lust, it doesn't last very long. Nope. As soon as you're bored or dissatisfied, the love's gone. Yeah. Which means to keep that love going, you need to find someone else to give you that physical love. Yeah. And that, that's a problem. So, if we want... To actually love people, we need to be capable of love. And if we we can't be capable of love until we know God. Yeah. And that's kind of the crux of a lot of the stuff we've been talking about for the past year and a half. Another thought on that is yeah. the fruit of the Spirit is love. Joy, peace, on suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there's no law. Law. Um, love is a fruit of the spirit. Yeah. So God is love, but love is also a fruit of the spirit. So that means something that our pastor has talked a lot about is how that uh, the fruit of the spirit is. So that's the 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 outcome of the spirit. Working. Yeah, what the spirit produces. That's not us producing, that's the Spirit producing. So without, again, back to the, without God, there is no love. When we don't have God in our lives, if we're not saved, it's physically impossible, it's completely impossible for us to love. Yeah. Which means if you don't have love in your life, you don't have God in your life. Yeah. And doesn't necessarily mean you're not saved. It could mean that yes, you're not seeking God. Or a relationship with Him, yeah. yeah. And, and the more, the closer you get to God, the easier it becomes to love people. I've found that for myself. Yeah. You become a lot less selfish the closer you are to God. Yeah. Especially when it really sinks in how selfless He is. The fact that he's willing to just die without asking any questions. Just, yeah, that's, I'm okay with that. Died on the cross and rose from the dead for people that don't love him. Mm -hmm. So, 
he's kind of the definition of unconditional love. I mean, he is love. Literally, <laughs> God is love. It's yeah. it's not it's not hypothetical or theoretical or yeah. any other metaphor. It's literal. God is love. Yeah, it, he's the definition. I mean, just the fact that he gave us free will. We make him. We grieve him every day. But he still lets us make our own choices, mm-hmm. because he wants us to love him, because we want to. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? You put. He puts himself through so much trouble. Getting us out of trouble, having to send his son, having to be with us. He sent the Holy Spirit, who's constantly grieved by our life. All of this stuff. Like, that's a lot to put up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and something I was thinking about um, is as Christians, or just, I guess as people in general, but specifically Christians... It's like, okay, so that's what love is, but how do we love? And um, as we were pointing out, God is love. Yeah. And the fruit of the Spirit is love. Yeah. But, or, and as, as I already pointed out, also that we can't, we cannot on our own produce that love. So if God is love, the fruit of the Spirit is love, then that means that only God can produce love through us. So if we want God to produce love through us, we need to make sure we are doing what he says. We may make sure we are having that relationship with him mm-hmm. so that he's willing and able to use us as a conduit of that love yeah. and spread that to the world. Yeah, so that what that looks like in everyday life, what you can do right now, it's reading your Bible, praying. Mm-hmm. Putting people first. Yeah. Um, and and one, one of the ways it helps to communicate that love is um, acts of service will help. Like if you're, if, so if you have that love but you're just not sure how to communicate it. Because if you don't have that love, you need to get closer to the Lord. Or you need to get saved. And getting closer to the Lord is reading the Bible praying, putting it into action. And if you have that love and you're just having trouble communicating it, stuff like acts of service. Um, and there's a lot Putting yourself Bible. first. Yeah. There's a lot in the there Bible is. that is just God's like, okay, so when you, you know, do this, do this, do this, do this. Uh, for example, when your neighbor has need and you have it, by you, you know, say or when your neighbor has need, say not come again and tomorrow I will give when thou hast it by thee. Like, I've got it right here, but it's inconvenient for me to give this to you right now. Yeah. So, come back tomorrow and I'll give it to you then. Yeah, or but, it says, if you have a coat, if you have two coats and your neighbor needs one, give them yeah, so there's so much stuff like that through the Just Bible. Super practical stuff. That, as when you, again, work. You gotta put the study when you put in. You the, work put the work in, in. When you see read what God says. Yeah, you read the Bible. You see what God says. You ask Him to help you understand it, and then 
here's a big thing, do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, so there's, I watch this guy who does film production. He does a bunch of classes on what to do and how to do. He has a 50-50 rule. And I think this can apply to the Christian life as well. 50% is watching, learning, learning what to do. And then the other 50% should be doing it. Mm. So if you're learning how to love others, try practicing it. Yeah. Try loving others. Bake someone cookies. Uh, you know, tell them they did a good job on something they're passionate about. Uh, put some of your stuff aside and help them with some of their stuff. You know, so if you learn something from the Bible, do it. Because if you don't, you'll forget it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that... That, that... That that's a very good overview. And like I've said before, this isn't everything. No. Not even close. So you guys need to go to the Bible and, and research it more for yourself. We're just kind of a jumping off point. Mm-hmm. Get people interested. Get them into it. But yeah. now, you know what I'm really interested in? What? What's making you happy today, Andrew? This well, week? I have... I have multiple things. Yeah? Yeah, I've got multiple things. Um, let's see. Well, one thing I already mentioned earlier was the, you know, work's just been really easy the past yeah. few days. Um, then Ruth and I are going to go take a trip to Tennessee. We're going to leave Thursday morning, come back Monday. Okay. And so that's that's going to be fun. Um, but it's making me happy because, you know, I've only got one more day of work this week. Yay! Um, but then, let's see. Then, uh, oh, yeah, so this uh, I was talking to you about this earlier as we were getting set up. Yeah. Um, but a while back, so my sister, Victoria, the one who commented. Oh, yes. She sent me a link to an episode of a podcast... Um, she by two Minecraft YouTubers, Impens, yeah. Imp and Skiz. Um, then it's it's Impulse and, and I don't I don't know if it's <laughs> I they they call him Skizzleman. I don't know if that's that's what his I I I know that's not their real names. Yeah, I know those are their usernames, but they they never refer to their actual names, which is fine, whatever. But anyway, um, she sent me a specific episode because it was them two on their podcast, and then they had um, that specific podcast was with another YouTuber. um, uh, His username is Scar, uh, and they were talking with him. But she said to me, she's like... This was really interesting because I can never get through a podcast. It's never interesting enough to get through the podcast without, like, skipping over parts. But this one, you know, these podcasts, each episode is almost an hour long. She's like, I listened to the whole thing. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay, if you're going to listen to the whole thing, it must be actually interesting. So I actually subscribed to it because um, I hate listening, watching podcasts on YouTube. So uh, yeah. I, I just use the podcast app um, and listen to it off of that. I subscribed to it on that and then just started listening from the beginning because I prefer to do it that way. Start from the beginning, get, yeah. catch up, 
And I've been catching up fairly quickly because it is so interesting. Really? I really recommend you listening I'm to I'm going it. to. <laughs> you have to. Um, and there's some stuff that I think you'll really, really learn from and enjoy from it. And I recommend to everybody else, like, totally check it out. They're not Christians. They don't claim okay. to be. Um, but they, they keep their podcasts clean. Um, and they, they just have really good, really good views on life. They're guys in their late thirties and, um, they've worked their way through life and they've got really good views on it. And it's just been really, really interesting, really neat to be listening to that. They remind me a lot of us. <laughs> they a lot. And, um... There's a little things that a few things that are different between them, like some different dynamics of the people is switched compared to us. Uh, yep, yep. But um, remind me a lot of us, and they conduct their podcast in a very similar way to us, mm-hmm. where they just kind of sit down and talk. They don't script it out. They just talk. Where and rather than we we focus on better in life, I guess you could say. But they're they're just they just sit down and talk. They're nice, just, nice. Whatever, but there's still been there's been a lot of good stuff out of it, and it's yeah. So it's just been really neat to be listening to that. Like uh, Monday, I was mowing lawns, our lawn, neighbor's lawn, grandma's lawn. So I think all together is like an hour, uh, close to two hours worth of doing all of that, and listened to through two podcast episodes. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it's just that's been making me happy. It's yeah, been really yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, yeah, that's that's how it's been for me. For me, it's my new job. It's chaotic and crazy, but I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the type of chaos that I need in my life, so that when I get home, I'm just like, <sighs> I'm ready to calm down. Cause my other job, it was physically demanding, but it's boring. Mm-hmm. And I need that mental demand. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Also, I got a Planet Fitness membership, which I have no clue how to work out. I need to talk to uh, TJ. Ah. I'm going to talk to him, get some workouts, just to keep my muscle up since I'm not doing a physically demanding job anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't want to become a noodle again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's kind of been making me happy. And, yeah, a lot of life changes. They're, like, really exciting, but also kind of stressful. Mm-hmm. The last thing is, well, as soon as we turn this podcast off, I'm going to use the bathroom. That'll make <laughs> me happy. Um, I do not do well with high fructose corn syrup. It tastes great. It does. It goes right through me. Yeah, it does. Um, you're welcome for that little nugget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm But sure with that, uh, we will be back next week. Same time, same same place next week. See you then. Thank you all for watching. We have the Smash Brothers Tournament, June 2nd, still coming up. Bring a snack, bring a friend, bring a controller. If you have a controller, probably bring it. We might have enough. As long as it's it's compatible with the... Yeah, Switch controller. Yeah. Don't bring an Xbox controller. It won't do you much good. <laughs> yes. um, but yeah, see you all next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>